0: An ordinance in the town. They said we'd have to tear it down. That little old shack got back so dear to me. Though the health department said its day was over and
1: dead, it will stand forever in my memory. You're listening to the Jack Shack Podcast. Episode four. We're back. Oh, goodness. Oh, my. (laughs) <laughs> starting off the bat what the hell are you drinking Uh, my daughter made me
0: a tiki drink yes the painkiller nice pineapple, rum uh, uh, orange juice and uh, coconut cream with a little bit of nutmeg on top and it it's not bad, my friend. Not bad at all.
1: What kind of coconut cream do you use?
0: Uh, the crap you buy in the store that has a little squeeze bottle. I forget what the name is.
1: There's one that's... Uh... Shit, I don't remember the name of it now. It's kind of hard because it comes in a can. It's almost like condensed. It's hard to I get, though. I forgot the I, name s- it.
0: I saw something like that, and I was almost going to get But then I was like, I like the squeeze bottle because then you don't have an open can in your fridge. Yep. So it's pretty damn good. I I'm not a big coconut fan, but I put a little on my finger and sucked it off. And hey, hey, hey! My my finger, my finger, fellas and girls. (laughs) If we have any girl listeners, ladies, ladies.
1: (laughs) So, what about you, sir? That's a way to bring us in. I sucked it off. (laughs) Um, bro, out of. Page, where is that? Jesus, man, my eyes are going bad. 272 at a smuggler's cove. I'm drinking the scorpion, bro. Ooh, what and is little it did I know when I was making this, it's actually meant to be shared between multiple people in a punch bowl. So, Did I, you
0: make the recipe for a punch I bowl? I made the whole
1: thing. <laughs> so I've got two, <laughs> I got about 40 ounces of tiki drink right now, dude. <laughs> what is it? <laughs>
0: Your, your <laughs> wife doesn't, didn't
1: want one? She's not here yet, dude. Oh,
0: you and Bruno are going to make a drunk with your tots Pretty
1: much, out. <laughs> dude. So it's uh, two ounces of fresh lime juice, four ounces of fresh orange juice, one and a half ounces of Demerara syrup, um, two ounces of Orgeat, two ounces of brandy, four ounces of gin, four ounces of aged rum. Ooh. So it literally filled the... Fucking shaker to the brim. So what I did was I ended up pouring it in a blender and I flash blended it a little with a little bit of ice, and I've got two full fucking tiki's, dude. <laughs> I got two. I'm drinking the whole bowl, man. What's it called? The scorpion. How is it? It, dude. It's pretty good, man. It's, have, there's a I lot of alcohol in here. I have all
0: those ingredients except the. The Demerara sugar or syrup, Sup- so... I can make Demer- it. I, I can make su- it.
1: Super easy. Yeah. I just did a half ounce of water and then... No, a half a cup of water and a half a cup of Demerara sugar.
0: And I don't have that orgeat, but I, I just do Amaretto instead. So add a, little that'll more, work. add a little more booze to that bad boy. <laughs> that'll work, dude. I so might I have get- to... I went after that, but the wife and I are going up to San Antonio and gonna hit a tiki bar tomorrow night. So I'm excited for you, man. Oh yeah!
1: I wish I was joining you guys, man. I love fucking tiki bars.
0: Hell yeah! I'll let you know I'm recon in it. Good, good deal. I don't want you to go to some shitty, you know, make believe tiki (laughs) bar. Thank you. You, you, you brought me to you brought me to one that was what 1960 on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Come on, Tiki T. Yeah,
1: so. And I'm not sure if it's the (laughs) oldest one in L.A., but it's got to be one of the oldest. But, bro, that thing's amazing, right? Yeah, that that was pretty cool. That was. How about your scar, brother? You got one to review this week?
0: I do. I have. It's the Henry Clay Warhawk. What? Have you ever had any Henry Clays?
1: I haven't. I'm not even sure if I've heard of that. There, it's
0: it was it's pretty good. It's smooth. It's a medium strength cigar, Dominican Republic. Um, has an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper draped over a USA Connecticut broadleaf binder, and a Honduran filler. Well, I'll be damned. It says it's rich, creamy flavor profile. I, on the other hand, it was smooth. It was it was a little it would. I, I don't know if about rich or creamy, but it was nice. It was. It's not. It's a medium, but I would say it was like a low on the medium scale. All right. But it's nice. It's not. Uh, it wasn't too bad at all.
1: You have to send me a picture of that one. I will. I uh, also sent you a tick. Uh, oh no! I got to send you a video of me. smoking mine. I will. What about you? Um. I smoked a really what they called an entry level cigar, but to me, it's an amazing one. It's the Camacho Connecticut, dude. It is uh, strength is, I say it's a little less than medium. Wrapped in a uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut shade, um, binders Honduras, Corojo filler Dominican Republic Honduras. Um, obviously, it's handmade, dude. Just a fantastic fucking Connecticut cigar, man. In my opinion, yeah. I, I love it. Um, I actually have a question for you before we. I like stay on the, the Camacho brand. brand.
0: I'm a fan of the Camachos. Those uh, the double barrel like bourbon aged Camachos, yeah. and then I have one that's a a rum
1: barrel aged.
0: Those are yep. fucking
1: fantastic cigars. Those are good. Camacho's great. I don't care for the Scorpion brand. I've never um, had one of those, but just stick with Camacho. Camachos and, are solid.
0: And that Camacho Connecticut—that's a—that is a damn—that's a good damn good cigar. It's great. It's, it's, a, light, it's, a, I it's a good. If was good in the morning, yeah, If I was an afternoon. everyday
1: smoker, that would be in there. Like a little early, early afternoon type. one. I got to ask you a question about cigars, bro. Okay, because I'm thinking this might just be me. So, you're smoking a cigar. You toast the heel, right? So then you're puffing on. What would you call that? The the cap end. Uh huh. And as you're puffing, you just get this nice aroma. Do you ever smell the cap end? And it, it kind of has sort of this creamy smell. I, I guess I don't want to say creamy, but it's just got this really nice scent to the end of, to the cigar. I I don't think I've ever tried
0: smelling it after you've been smoking it for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever tried smelling it. So. Do that. Try that. It's just got this very nice, like not the part where you pivot, just a little bit above. Right. And you don't want to smell the smoke, but just let it die, you know, let it mellow out a little bit and smell. You get this distinct, really just, I, I, I guess the only word I can say is creaminess, but it's just a very nice aroma. Okay. But I've noticed, bro, and I don't know if this is just me, when I'm taking a dump, I smell, I, I, I smell it, dude. <laughs> Is that <laughs> is that normal, tint?
0: Are you smelling your dumps? My when I'm taking a dump, if I could smell it, it's
1: does not smell like cigars. Well, like especially after I smoke a cigar, maybe the next like that same night. Yeah, I'm like smelling that cigar again. I'm like, wow, my dump is smelling good, dude. I smell that cigar. <laughs>
0: too. Have. Uh, I could say, no, that's never happened to me. <laughs>
1: no. Dude. Okay. I think it's just me too. Have you,
0: have you noticed though? Like if, if you're smoking a cigar in the backyard, I could smell it. If I walk it in, I could smell that you're smoking a cigar. You know how like that.
1: You know, when somebody's smoking.
0: Yeah. But when you're smoking your cigar, you can't smell it. Not that yeah. kind of smell. That's crazy Ye- to me. That's weird.
1: Yeah. That is a little weird, huh? When you think about that, yeah. Because I, I might, mean, may-
0: like if like I have a guy at work that uh, he'll go outside and smoke a cigar, and if I'm at the area, uh, I, I mean I can be like across the compound or whatever, and I smell it. And I'm like, ooh, and I'll walk over and start bullshitting with him because I love that smell.
1: Yeah, I wonder what that is, and wonder if it's just because. You got the initial aroma. I don't know. That is that is a, that's strange. I've never really thought about that. But you're right.
0: I never thought about it either until another buddy of mine at from work said, yeah, when you're smoking your cigar, you can't smell it.
1: Huh. Interesting. So, I know. I know. We're full of facts. Well, I wonder if you oh. were to smell my dump one day, you could smell the cigar. Uh,
0: I don't think I'm going to try that. <laughs> well, first, you're going to probably be naked. So I don't
1: want to of course I've seen you naked. So there then what's the big deal? True. That is true. <laughs> All right. I just had to throw it out there because I don't know <laughs> if it's just me, dude. I will snip out the cap next time I'm smoking. Not the not so much the part where you're puffing from. Go a little above. And again, let the smoke kind of mellow out. So because obviously you don't want to just inhale your nose oh, through yeah, your nose yeah. of smoke. Mm-hmm. But it's just got this very nice, like, unique scent to it, dude. I know I there know, I are some
0: it. cigars out there that they'll kind of sweeten
1: the tip. This definitely isn't sweet. You get, like, you're just getting another smell of the tobacco. F- just a whole different kind of scent, dude. At least that's what happens for me. Maybe
0: it's your the scent of your saliva that's on it.
1: No, because I'm going above where I'm puffing from.
0: Oh, way above.
1: Not t- I mean, I'd say about uh, you're not deep a width, throating with finger width. Yeah, you're not gonna deep above? throat
0: the cigar. You don't deep throat no. your
1: cigar. <laughs> no.
0: If you do deep your throat it, mind the stepchildren though. You gotta you gotta put at the balls.
1: <laughs> I don't think I'll be deep throating my cigar anytime soon. Okay. I don't think we need to worry about that. Okay. okay.
0: Yeah, but you like them little short nubbies,
1: so it might be easy to deep throat. <laughs> I do like the nubs. <laughs> Yeah, man. Try it out, dude. And uh, hey, next time you're taking a dump, see if you smell your cigar. All right. Thank you. You're full <laughs> <Welcome>. of advice. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> the more you know. Hey,
0: the draft started yesterday.
1: Did you watch any? I didn't. I usually don't watch the draft. There's just too much going on. I'll be honest. Like, I, there's just, I don't know like, these players nowadays. And it's crazy because no. I actually watch college football.
0: I I kind of watch like I like watching the first round just to see some of these dudes, just their celebration, their happiness. They worked their asses off, and now they're gonna pretty much be overnight millionaires. There's a few of them in here and there.
1: That's awesome to see. Uh, yeah, you can't really be mad at them, dude. I mean, it's it's crazy, but I don't. Hey, no, I'm not hating on them. It's they didn't create it. No, no. Are you uh Are you guys gonna start up your league again? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, Pro- probably
0: not. My brother kept <laughs> winning. Shithead. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Maybe we want to invite him.
1: I'll be completely honest, dude. Just being in the in your league, that's the only thing that kept me attached to the NFL. You know, we're never really home on Sundays. I don't watch the NFL too much, so. but I... I watch college football because my wife's usually at work. Yeah. So I, I'm i really around for college football. I'm just never around for NFL ball. You're so busy on Sundays, huh? It's always something. She's like, let's go here. She, My wife's not the person. When we wake up on Sundays. She's like, we're staying in. She's like, fucking well, yeah, put on your balls. Let's go, We're going out. You're taking me out somewhere. That's drinking time. Pretty much, dude. That's what Sunday is for us. Your wife is a, a
0: small... Little person. She's not she that is. small, but she's, she could put some fucking liquor
1: down. I, I, that's, that's the Mexican yeah, in her, though.
0: That is definitely the fucking Mexican in her.
1: She, I have no shame in saying she can drink me under the table, dude. Yeah. She could drink me under the table, too. She, she can. She's a machine, dude. She can <laughs> go. Oh, yeah. It's, I've had some nights, man. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, brother. Do you want us? You want me to start us out on this first topic? I'll yes. kind of lead you into how I got this this one on here. Yes. So, first topic's gonna be we'll go down a little memory memory lane from boot camp. Um, some some of the things that you remember, um, and the reason why this brought up because my son is gonna be leaving for the Marines, um, hopefully at the end of July. Um, and I try to just tell him stories. Just you know, the, mainly the most of them are just kind of funny. I mean, let's be honest, boot camp. It it. I know most people think it's probably one of the hardest things that they've done, but it's really not. Like you get told everything to do, you just got to do it. Dude. For <laughs> it's sure, so
0: it's. Now we we went to boot camp twenty some odd years ago, and it was in the I'll army. More than that, it was uh, in '96.
1: Bro, we're we're, we're coming on 30 years, dude Oh,
0: shit, you're right (laughs) Did I say 20? (laughs) Wow Okay, 30 years I I, I am old, I'm 49 fucking years old so. Uh, So, 30 years ago, it's a little different than nowadays And we were in the Army and not the Marines I hear the Marines are a little bit more rough Talking to my marine friends, but they're all mostly dumber than rocks. So, I mean, really, who can you trust?
1: But crayon eaters.
0: I mean, you're you are right. I think the big shock is a lot of people are leaving their mom and their home, and then they're going to that. Yeah. So it is a shock that you you're hanging out with your friends, and the next thing you know, you got some dude yelling at you, telling you to do stupid shit. Yeah. But. Exactly. You just do what the fuck they tell you to do. You do it. Sometimes you don't do it and you get smoked. Yep. And it's all a game. It's all, they're all there just to mind fuck you to see if you're, you'll make it through. It's
1: brainwashing. Pretty, well. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's brainwashing. It's, it's brainwashing just breaking you to, to, to be a, well, now I'm just going to say to be a man because the boot camp you and I went to is all male. So they're just teaching you how to be a man, dude.
0: But I mean, When it comes down to it, they're brainwashing you and breaking it down and having you think a certain way. So when the shit hits the fan, they tell you, go charge that fucking pill box or whatever. And you just, all right, Sergeant. And you run up the fucking thing and you try to kill the dude before he kills you.
1: Yeah. So. I I think you're right, dude. I think the biggest shock for most people is they haven't been away from home. So it's just a little bit of homesickness and them just having to get used to that and then just getting yelled, yelled at. But yeah. once you just get over that initial like shock, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm here. This is it. Like They tell you what to do. They tell you how to do it. Well, okay. <laughs> fuck if, you if you got you, some sort of brain, you can do it.
0: You have no – like at least me, I had no fucking bills I had to worry about. I didn't need to worry <laughs> about where I was going to sleep or eat or – what am I going to do for PT in the morning? I didn't have to learn no shit. I didn't have to do anything. I just woke up. <laughs> no. All right, I got to do this. All right, I'm going to do that for however fucking long you tell me to do it. And then I'll yep. go to
1: the next task
0: and the next task.
1: The hardest part was just waking up early, making your bed, and just doing what you're told, dude. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so fucking, I kind of like wouldn't mind going back to boot camp. Just like, uh, dude, just, just to be told, like, I don't, you don't even have to think for yourself, dude. They do everything for you, dude. Yeah, but... I mean, minus the physical part, I'd be like, okay, I don't think I can handle this now. I'm almost <laughs> no. 50, dude, but... My fat ass. You know, I'll just, just kind of hang out with the group, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I would. It would
0: be funny to watch videos of yourself at boot camp, because now we're 40, 50 years old, went through it. We've had 30 years to think about it, and watching how we were back then. I mean, I don't remember. I kind of remember boot camp. I I know how I think. So it wasn't that hard for me, but it'd be kind of funny watching a young 20 something going through cuz I was 20 I think I was 22 or so when I went through.
1: See, so you're almost about my cuz my my son's 21. Um yeah, he's going to be 22 this summer. So you, you guys are almost about the same age. When I went was in.
0: 22, 23 when I went in. So and it was funny because my dad told me, he goes, hey, listen, you're going to realize how smart you are. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm the I thought I was the most immature, punk ass, 22 <laughs> year old. And when you get the basic training, you will realize how smart you are. There are people that are dumber than fucking rocks. And I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 that's literally, they are dumber than a box of rocks.
1: Yeah. They're, they just
0: like, how did you know, survive right? How did you survive 18 years? How are it's you? It's kind of like, bad? where
1: did you go to school? dude? Do they even, they just kind of like, did you walk through the cornfields or they just put you on a bus? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's some. It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. Wow, And yeah. they're
0: protecting America.
1: That's true But But I will say though dude A lot of those people Maybe not the dumbasses But the people Who come from Fucked up backgrounds They're good soldiers um, They actually end up Becoming really good soldiers dude, Because they Need that structure It's a way out too Yep
0: But It's I mean uh, What was I going to say Lost my train of thought
1: Well on that 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 fucking painkiller Got me (laughs) <laughs> man i'm getting a little scared dude like i'm almost i'm halfway done with this bowl all right drink it um, drink it on all. that note dude let me i'll tell you a funny i don't know if this is funny but it's kind of a fucked up story in basic, i don't tell us a lot of people because i'm not the most proud about it but this happened dude <laughs> i could so i, I could already imagine you know when you go to to boot basic train whatever the fuck you want to call it dude you don't just go straight to your company. You go to like an in-processing center where basically they in-process you. You do yeah. some PT. You really don't do anything, but just do a little bit. Of, and, it, and the PT is like extremely minor. It's yeah. basically, again, you're there for a few days doing it I processing. know
0: we had a couple female drill sergeants at that part. You that did? Were, yeah. It was weird. I mean, at the time, I, did. I didn't know it was weird. But, yeah, there was a couple females at, I don't even know what you call that, the welcoming center.
1: It, um, you know what? There was a name for it. It's before they send you to Sand Hill. Yeah. Um. Damn, I forgot the. name. I remember. It. I f-
0: I flew into Atlanta. It was the '96 Olympics going on in Atlanta, and then we drove a bus from Atlanta to Columbus, or rode on, and I'm sitting at that center. It was late at night. Yeah. And we were watching – I remember sitting on the bench watching, I think, the basketball team. It was the highlights or something like that. And then they just go, all right, you got to go into this room. And I just grabbed a bunk. There was people laying all over the, all the bunks. I yep. grabbed the only one that was empty and fucking fell asleep. And they fucking wake you up in the morning.
1: <laughs> yeah. And those were the old style – I don't know. Did you have like the, the, the top bunk, bottom bunk? Yeah. When you
0: were in the basic, did you have a Ranger contract?
1: No, so you just
0: had infantry.
1: I I had eleven X-ray. Um, straight eleven X-ray. I didn't even bro. I didn't even have airborne school. So when I went in, I just had eleven X-ray. They ended up giving me assigning uh, me eleven Bravo. Just just straight infantry men. Well, because I shut my mouth and I guess I did a pretty good job in, in uh, basic. They were like, hey. We have X amount of slots of airborne school. If you did pretty good, you're going to get one. So I ended up getting one of those. They're like, hey, you got one of these airborne contracts. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah.
0: Where were so, you Where were you going to go? So I was
1: assigned to the 25th ID. Oh, yeah.
0: You, I remember that. You are going to go to Hawaii. I was
1: supposed to go to Hawaii. So right after um, airborne school, my orders got cut. They were like, hey, the bus is going to pick you guys up. You guys are, you know you guys are going to fucking Hawaii. And at the time I told my wife, I was like, Hey, we're going to Hawaii. She's like happy. Yay. We're going to Hawaii. Well, I knew that's not what I wanted to do. I saw the, um, the rip cadre picking up the guys with contracts. Uh, yeah. I was, so there. I was like, well, I guess
0: you were there too.
1: <laughs> and I was like, that's what I want to do, bro. And I had this roommate. He's actually from, was from Irvine. And we were in boot camp together. He, we actually were like, Bunk mates, dude. His name was Chase, and um, he kept talking like big, like, "Oh, dude, I want to be a ranger." Blah blah. And he was going to the hunter first. So I said, "Hey, Chase," I said, "That's the that like that's them. Like they're they're being picked up. They were in formation and everything." I go, "Let's go. Let's just go volunteer." And he's like, and he, he kind of <laughs> took a look at him, and he's like, mm, "Nope, fuck <laughs> that." He goes, "I'm going to the hundred first. So I shook his hand. He like, "Hey." Basically, nice knowing you, man. Good luck. And I picked up my D-bags or C-bags, whatever they were. I went to the guy who, who was holding the formation. I said, hey, I, I go, start. I go, I have these orders for the 25th. I go, this isn't what I want to do. I go, I want this. And he looked at me like, dude, are you stupid? You're about to go to Hawaii. And I was like, oh, this is what I want. Bro, he ripped up my orders. He goes, <laughs> Now you're fucked," he goes. "Get in line, dude. Get in line. He goes. Form up. I was like, okay, and that's how it started. Nice, yeah. Because I I I, uh, I volunteered like my whole fucking everything I did in the army.
0: Oh yeah, I mean you have to if you're gonna get to Ranger Battalion, you got to volunteer three times. But I was it was funny because I did the delay entry program, so I signed up in January and I didn't leave until August of that year of '96. And originally, like my brother, I remember in high school, my older brother, when he graduated high school, he went to college or whatever, but he went to uh, special forces. He was in the National Guard, special forces. And I remember him coming back. I think I was a sophomore in high school or junior. And he came back and he was talking about how badass jump school was and all this other bullshit. And I was thinking to myself, there's no way I'm going to jump out of a fucking airplane. You got to be fucking. (laughs) I'm a sophomore in high school. I'm like. Fuck that. There's no (laughs) fucking way, dude. I am not going to do that shit. Well, graduate high school. I go to a junior college and play soccer. I got a soccer scholarship. Just fucking bullshit, though, because I'm not really paying for college. I'm just fucking partying, drinking, having a good time. As you should. In between class and work, I'm sitting at my house. me Me and my younger brother... And a couple of my buddies, we all rented this house. And a recruiter calls me out of the blue. And I was like, well, it was January of 96. And I'm like, well, uh, I, I don't go to work for a couple hours. If you could get over here, I'll listen to what you have to say. <laughs> so they fucking, they're, they're in like an hour. And we sit down and we talk. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Let me, I got to go to work, but I'll, I'll call you tomorrow. So the next day I call them and I'm not telling, I don't tell my family. I don't tell anyone. I have a girlfriend who's, uh, I think she was going to see you at the time. So she's going to see you. I don't tell her. I don't tell anyone. I talked to them. I get a, I was supposed to be artillery. When I originally signed up, I was going to be artillery. And then it was a delayed program. So, uh, I wasn't gonna leave till sometime that after the summer or whatever, you know? So I I finally call my brother who's SF and I go, Hey, this is what's going on. I signed up, I'm gonna be artillery. He goes, Go talk to the fucking recruiter and tell him you don't want that shit. You want a ranger contract. You want to go to the Rangers and then do that for a couple of years and then go S F. That's what you wanna do. That's what I would do if I had to do over again. So I went to the recruiter and I go, Hey, listen. I talked to my brother. He's an SF. He wants... He, is there any way I can get a ranger contract? And they looked at me. And they're like, really? You want to be a ranger? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. I want to be a fucking ranger. And he, they were like, all right. And they ripped up my fucking artillery contract. And I re-signed. And I had a ranger contract going in. And and I go in as 11 x-ray, too. But the funny thing is, my girlfriend... Over that whole summer, she goes to Maine. I, I, I grew up in Colorado. She goes to Maine for some job. I don't tell her. She doesn't find out until I'm in boot camp.
1: <laughs>
0: that, Needless to say, we broke up.
1: <laughs> needless to say. <laughs> but
0: my plan was I was going to go Ranger for a few years and then go SF. I was like, well, fuck it. I guess I'll just do this for my career. But uh, I was 11 X-Ray, and then I I don't know when they decide if you're going to be a... I had a Ranger contract, so I had to be either Bravo or Charlie. Yeah. I was infantry. It was either Bravo or Charlie, because I had or some... Or
1: that Toe Gunner. No. Remember that Toe Gunner?
0: Not for Rangers. You could be a Toe Gunner at the time. In the 90s, you couldn't, because oh, we, right, did, that's we right, didn't right. have Toe Gunners. So you had to be one of those two. And they made me eleven Charlie, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Whatever, it's mortars now, but which so. in a
1: sense you were already an eleven Bravo because the eleven Bravo you did everything the eleven. Oh no, yeah, did. for
0: sure, for sure. But I going in to basic, I already knew I I had a Ranger contract, so I didn't have to. But like you said, all they had to do was uh, after in during AIT. Volunteer for ramp or for airborne school, and then after that, you volunteer for the fucking ranger battalion. But it is funny because uh, I remember graduating fucking jump school, and you're looking there in graduation, you're in formation, and you eyeing all the black caps. They're yeah. all just fucking looking at you like, oh, as soon as this is over, it is on because everybody's Your mind, yeah. everybody's jumping up and down, being all happy, and we're in fucking formation, so getting yelled at. Getting marching down to the compound and shit. And,
1: oh, and this was back in the days when the Rangers wore black berets before yes. they went tan berets. Yeah. <laughs> so they were the only. Well, the regular army didn't wear berets, and so then when the regular army adopted the black berets, the Rangers went to the tan berets.
0: Yeah, but it was yeah that was. <clears throat> so then, uh basic training. I didn't. I mean, there was little things. We had a dumbass that. Like I said, there's a dump people there. He he would always forget to lock his wall locker. So every time we came back, his shit was strung everywhere. And we would every morning we'd tell him, Hey, lock your locker. Oh, I did, I did. And then we'd get back and it was fucking everywhere. I'm like, the fuck is going on with this dude? And we had a dude, my little bunk mate, because we had we didn't have bunk beds, but we had beds side by side, kinda. Yeah. And uh he 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 played poker. He played some kind of card game for money. He won a shit ton of money. I don't know <laughs> if he was hustling these fuckers or whatever. And he asked me one day, "Hey, Falmer, you want to fucking play?" on am like, "You the win in
1: on this? You want in on this action?" <laughs> I was like, "The fuck,
0: I do, man. I I need my money. I don't need you to be fucking taking it." He was a cool black kid. <laughs> I don't remember where he went, but but yeah, there was a there were some shitheads there and whatnot. But for the most part, it was pretty. It was funny, though, because on Sundays, if you went to church, you had a little bit of downtime. So you'd go to church, even if you weren't religious, because when you first got there, you would sit in the very back. And as your weeks (laughs) progressed, you'd move forward. And then the graduating class would be able to sit in front. So that was kind of your goal is to be able to sit in front because you knew you were going to fucking graduate.
1: (laughs) So kind of a funny story about the church situation at Sand Hill. So towards the beginning, I'm not a religious guy, so I just saw people going to church. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, dude, this is my way to catch a little nap. Mm-hmm. So of course you're right. You then you sat in the back when you fucking first get in there. Of course this dickhead dozed off a little bit, and who's tapping on my shoulder? Drill Sergeant heels, come with me. <laughs> like, okay, dude. Pulls me out, just starts smoking me. He goes, I don't want to see you in church again. I, I, so I only went to church one time, bro. <laughs> well,
0: like sometimes on Sundays, you would clean the barracks and stuff. They were pretty laid back. Now, like for at least for us, for infantry, you, what was it like eight weeks? Basic training was eight weeks. And then it was four or five weeks at AIT. It was the same. We didn't move anywhere. It was the same, but there was a. There was a distinct difference between the first eight weeks and then the AIT. They they chilled a little
1: bit. Yeah, I, I think in AIT, there was at one point, you remember? <clears throat> you got to go to like a rec center. And I don't remember if we got to make a phone call. But I remember you could like check out a guitar. People were going in. It's like um, sound booths playing the guitar. You could buy like food. Um,
0: I remember. I remember that. Like on Sundays. You'd be cleaning the barracks, and I would just fucking, I would sleep in my fucking wall locker. I'd close that bitch up and just be all, just a fucking ha- asleep.
1: Yeah, well, from after week one, dude, or, or after that first time at church, I, Sundays for me were just wake up. I do you know, whether whatever I was assigned to do, and just kind of. Just chill to talk to people and shit. <laughs> I also had a uh, urban gentleman next to my wall locker. <laughs> urban gentleman. Big, Jedi. big, big brother, man. He was huge. Super cool guy. But one thing he did that used to piss me off, like, um after PT, we would come back. You know, you hang your PTs on your wall locker, let them dry. But he would spit on the floor. And I'm like, bro, don't spit on the floor, dude. Like, we're going to get in trouble. Like, these things are supposed to be like spick and span. He's like, "Oh, dude, it's cool, man." I'm like, "It's not cool. We're gonna get smoked for it, dude." So, like, like the drill sergeant like, "What the fuck, are you guys spitting on the floor, man?" I'm like, "Here we go." Got smoked a couple times for dude. Just keep hawking on the floor. I'm like, "Bro, just go outside, dude." But this dude was cool. He was a big guy. He ended up beating the fuck out of somebody, bro. During this, you know, I think we were on, we were we were on the top floor. I think there was was there two or three okay. two floors, right? It was at least two, so we were on the top floor. I know that for sure, because the he some some white kid from Arkansas thought he was like a gang member or something, some trip or something. Bro, this brother beat him down in the stairwell, bro. <laughs> beat the fuck out of him, dude. I was like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> the
0: uh, remember you can't have any candy. It was funny because I was really skinny back then, so. Basic, they would fucking, Falmer, you got to eat two desserts. You got to gain some weight. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll eat some dessert. But they were, I mean, <laughs> the fatties, the fatties didn't get to eat shit.
1: The fatties did not get to. I felt bad for the fatties, actually.
0: <clears throat> yeah. But, like, you couldn't have candy and shit, but you'd go to the fucking PX and buy cough, cough drops. And every, I, I always had, like, a bag of cough drops in my fucking wall locker because you could suck on those things. They didn't care.
1: Back then, I think I weighed about 183, which is about normal for my size. So I didn't, I definitely didn't have to gain some weight, but I didn't have to lose weight.
0: Dude, I was 6'1, 160 going in.
1: And oh, I was trying to put I, some beef on I it. I was about 160.
0: <laughs> I remember in jump school, the, the jump sergeant called me Skeletor. He goes, and they all, <laughs> everybody knows if you have a Ranger contract going in the whole fucking time, the, oh, you want to be a Ranger. So they, they fuck with the extra because in my basic, there was, I know there was two other guys that had Ranger contracts. I only, there might've been more, but I know those two, we all went to first bat together. So I knew, cause we went to jump and rip everything together. So I knew there was at least two other dudes that had Ranger contracts going in. Yeah. And we, the three of us went to first bat, but it was fucking, uh, huh. yeah. Cause if you had a Ranger contract, they'd fuck with you more. But I remember, do you remember the very first road march? You did it basic.
1: Yeah. I remember it hurt. I was yes. like, what is this? I, I, I've never experienced such a thing. So I was yes. like, this fucking hurts. It,
0: it was like <laughs> maybe 10 pounds. Maybe. <laughs> if that. And we walked maybe two miles. Yeah. And we get, I get done with that. And I'm like, there is no fucking way. I I have a Ranger contract. There is no fucking way I'm going to be able to do this. It scared the shit out of me. Obviously, they build you up. Yeah. But that first, nobody, mark, yeah, that I think first, it was a
1: shock to everybody.
0: Yeah, nobody tells you that. Nobody I think maybe you it's that. just
1: because you're breaking in your boots too, and you're like, it was hey, everything. Feet, hurt. <laughs>
0: I never had weight on my back. It was ten pounds, but it's still weight. But I'm all I'm thinking is I have a ranger contract and I can't even walk two miles with like five or ten pounds on my back. I am I fucked. I I'm pissed off at my brother. I'm like, "What is this motherfucker told me to do this shit?"
1: What did you? What you get this, me into? Bro? Exactly.
0: And they obviously build you up, build you up. And then what was it? The last road march was 15 miles. Sorry. <clears throat> so how how <clears throat> how much did the back weigh? Like 30 or 40 pounds? 50 pounds, maybe.
1: It, it wasn't shit. And then if you relate that, bro, we did a fucking. Was it 35, close to 40 miles in Germany with fucking 100-pound rack? Something. It had to have been between 85 and 100 with your water and everything. And you you just did it like nothing, dude.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, that last road march, the three of us that had Ranger contracts, we put a sandbag in the bottom of our fucking rucksack. Oh, really? Holy shit. We made it. But they found out, the drill sergeants and shit found out, They smoked the shit out of us. And we are like, (laughs) we have a ranger contract. We're trying to fucking push ourselves, push ourselves. Some, But they, I mean, I get it. What the fuck are you doing, jackass? We told you to do this. You got to fucking do this.
1: Right. Just do what you're told.
0: But yeah, we put, so I don't remember how heavy our packs were back then. Maybe 50 pounds for 15 miles. I don't
1: even think they were that dude.
0: But with the sandbag.
1: Maybe. Oh, with the sandbag, yes. But without the sandbag, you're probably 20, looking at, well, at
0: 35
1: the most, maybe at most. At the most. Which but, that ain't shit now. No.
0: But I every morning I put a fucking 30-pound vest on myself and I walk every fucking morning before I go to work. So Good for you. I'm, I just ordered a 50-pounder. But at, <laughs> at work, I've been doing it for a couple of weeks every fucking day. Today at work I was walking – and my legs were fucking tired. And I was like, my legs are telling me, hey, fat ass, you need a fucking break. So tomorrow I'm not going to do it. <laughs> my Yay. legs were tired. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember that was one thing I will never forget is that very first fucking road march was it might have been just the rucksack. There may probably. not have been any fucking weight in Maybe some socks. And it yeah. was a mile. Maybe It was probably a mile.
1: It was a shocker.
0: And I played, I played, I played fucking high school soccer. I played college soccer. I fucking, I wasn't not in shape. I was in fucking shape. But that was a different kind of fucking. hole. Oh.
1: yeah. And I think anybody who's been through that can relate to it, dude. Oh, I yeah. don't care what background you come from. That initial one, you're like, "Ouch." Oh yeah, that sucks. And <laughs> this I was is what? I mean,
0: this is what humping means, dude. Dead serious. At the end of it, I was in fucking pain. And I was breathing, and I'm like, I dead serious thought of myself like, I have a ranger contract. I am fucked. <laughs> I am fucked.
1: <laughs>
0: and I was, if I had a phone to call my brother, I would have called him right there and said, What the fuck did you just get me into, motherfucker?
1: <laughs> See, I didn't know what to expect, bro. Like, I didn't know anybody had ranger contracts. I just saw. I I kind of learned about it in RIP, and uh, or not RIP. Sorry, uh, Airborne School. But yeah, I, I didn't even know what to expect, bro. I didn't
0: know a whole lot. I knew a little bit. Damon, my brother, told me some. But I knew, I knew you fucking had to rock. <laughs> and I can't even carry a rucksack one mile.
1: <laughs> I don't think I ever, like. So there's some people who could ruck like it was just nothing dude it was just came natural to them i don't think honestly it ever came natural to me it always sucked like my shoulders fucking hurt i don't think i ever enjoyed rucking bro
0: i don't know if you could enjoy it but i i mean i could ruck her endurance running endurance running rucking all that shit it was good i could do that shit i've always done shit like that i'm good it was Fucking I have tall, I'm six one, I'm lanky, my arms are all lanky. Push ups were my fucking fucking I could not push up to save my life. I could max out. I always max it out on fucking running and sit-ups and pull ups I could do. I could do what did you have? Max out at five or ten. I could do that, but fucking push-ups. That's that was what I have my chest because my back curls a little. I'm yeah. like a little scoliosis or whatever the fuck. So when I do push-ups, my arms are long, first off, and my it my back curls so my chest wasn't like fully developed or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right. So the muscles you got you need to do fucking push. had to push-ups. work
1: extra for it to exactly. get
0: to this day. I fucking hate push ups. I will do just about any other fucking exercise. I fucking hate push-ups. It hurts. It literally fucking hurts my body. Just thinking about it right now, it fucking hurts my body. <laughs>
1: What got me on the push-ups, especially in battalion, is so you're feeling good. You're in the PT line. You're about to do your push-up ups whatever. Come the push-ups, you're like, "Fuck yeah, dude! I'm gonna do this." Because I think you did the no, you did the push-ups first. Yeah, I can pass all. One, two, 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 three, four, oh, yeah. five, five, yeah. five, six. Once I start here, I'm I'm already mind bro. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, good fucking god, dude. Oh yeah. And you you probably crank out like, God knows who much uh, anywhere between eighty five to hundred, and they count like sixty five. You're like, bro, I pumped out like how fucking many? This is how many you counted. Oh, yeah. That that used to mind fuck me, dude.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, that was part of the game to mindfuck you. And I could do enough push-ups to pass, but I could never max out.
1: You you know who, uh, well, you remember when you were down here for our taco Week and I show you that video? I don't want to say his name. Guy who, uh, we were like, oh, what the fuck's he doing? I show you he t- makes YouTube videos. Yeah, He went out to do bigger, better things. He got me one time, bro, doing that whole one, one, two, two. He's like, get to the back of the fucking line. I was like, bro. Knocked out, like, I don't know fucking how many, man. Like, what the fuck? It's all my game. What a dick. It is.
0: I I remember going from basic training to jump school. It's basic training. Like, halfway through or whatever, you had family day. In between basic and AIT, I think you had family day, so you had a weekend off. But other than that, that's 12 weeks, 13 weeks or whatever. You're on post. You don't see shit. So then you go to jump school. And you have nights off, you have weekends off. There's sergeants in your fucking class, there's officers yep. in your class, there's women in your class.
1: That well, my was... drill sergeant was in my airborne school class.
0: No shit. How was yeah.
1: that? I know it was weird because he was he was like technically a student with us. He went from being my drill sergeant to now <laughs> he's a student with us. Was he cool? But they didn't really fuck with him. He he was super cool, man. I and I'll never forget his name drill sergeant Schultz. He was a little black guy, dude, hard as fucking nails. He was a tanker. Tankers don't really do this kind oh, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So he happened to get in late, late in his uh I guess, career, jump school and he fucking did it. But yeah, I went from <laughs> my trail sergeant to the main one too. To fucking he was a he was a student in my airborne school. I
0: just I remember because you would fucking you'd have nights off and weekends off. So like on the weekend you Try to go find shit to do, so you'd hang out. I mean, we had E sixes, we had E fives, and some a few officers. I remember the Discovery Channel was filming our class going through. I don't know why, because I remember uh, I remember watching the program, and I'm never the only time I'm in it is during the credits, during graduation formation, and I only know I'm in it because I know what I look like and where I was standing. But they mostly followed this female, and I don't remember what her deal was, following her to graduate. (laughs) But I was like, fucking... I watched it, and I'm like, these motherfuckers, dude. I was not in this fucking thing, except on the credits. As the credits were going, I could see my face.
1: <laughs> that must have been after they finished Airborne School. You remember, so Discovery Channel went and filmed Ranger Battalion. Yeah, I was there too. They, yeah, Remember that? They yeah. put in some time, and they got like a 1.5-second clip. Of, actually, I think it was me and you. We were on the Joostop yes. team we, in the we were, <laughs>
0: we were on the fucking uh, –
1: yeah, I remember. I'm like, bro, we're like the best fucking Gustav team, dude, and you're fucking, we get 1.5 seconds out of this whole shit.
0: The best part about that whole thing is when it goes through, because at that time it had the mortars, and I was 11 Charlie, but when I got the Ranger Battalion, we're all in weapons platoon, and there was enough mortars, so I was on the AT. I was in the AT team.
1: Yeah, because so we, we, uh, we needed bodies in AT at the time.
0: Exactly, so I was on that, but they filmed... The fucking mortars. Quite a bit. Half, half
1: of it was fucking <laughs> exactly. based on the mortars. And dude. all
0: those dudes were my are my
1: friends. And Guys shit. we hung out with. We, they were in our platoon. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but I remember the best thing about that whole fucking thing is the dude in the brown t-shirt. He's bald head and he's rapping C4 and shit. That was our chaplain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the, every time I see that, every time I'm like, that's a chaplain. He's rapping C4 was for it, door was charges. It, um... I don't. Was remember. it Murphy or Sojo? I don't remember now. I can't. I my memory is fucking horrible. Yeah, but he's rapping C four for fucking door charges and shit like that. And I'm like, I'm. Gl- he probably purposely had his shirt off, his blouse off, so they don't know oh, this is the fucking chaplain and he's rapping C four.
1: <laughs> right, like he's out there fucking doing the goddamn shit. <laughs> I said no. I take that back. The chaplain actually went on with, yes. with some like training, like um, yes. Uh, they, they did. They, they, he was actually pretty hardcore. And
0: Ranger Battalion, everyone does. The cooks, Everyone, yeah. everyone's a fighter.
1: So those that don't know, so Discovery Channel did a uh, special on Ranger Battalion in the 90s. It, it, it probably released around the 98 time period, maybe a little before, maybe a little after. But me and P were the fucking... You we were the Gustav gun team of all gun teams. It's
0: dead-eye dick,
1: <laughs> my friend. <laughs> there was a clip of us. And I remember that training if you, mission, dude. If you
0: don't know, it was it's the Carlos Gustav 83-millimeter anti-tank 84. gun. 84-millimeter 84 anti-tank gun. Google it, it. It was a badass fucking little thing. I, I kind of miss
1: shooting it kind like, of till till this day I res- I remember them filming that training mission dude yeah we came in on a four forty seven they flared we it fucking ran out
0: the fucking yep. back end we fucking ran to the berm hit the
1: berm yeah and we fucking did our thing and there's a a like you blink you're gonna see us you blink twice <laughs> you're gonna miss us dude but there we are <laughs>
0: I remember I think it was that yeah. same mission that same train mission because they're gonna hit they're make they're hitting a mock-up uh Mount site. Yeah. So we're on the berm. We're fucking shooting it down, keep their enemy the heads down or whatever. So the fucking other dudes could come in and sweep it. I remember we had the little birds and they'd shoot the fucking machine guns. But then what were those little missiles they would shoot? I forget what they were called.
1: I forgot.
0: But one um. night, all I remember is one night we're there. It was nighttime at this time. So I don't think they were filming this one. And we had night vision on. Well, when they'd shoot those missiles, they would hit an IR light. And I remember yeah. one night, because you could hear the little birds coming in behind you. And it was me and you. I'm pretty sure it was me and you. And all of a sudden, our berm just lights up with their IR. Yeah. And I, I remember turning to you or whoever my gunner was. I'm like, holy shit, this is going to fucking hurt. Because I thought the fucking missile was coming in right at us. And it went over our head. And it could have been farther. It went over <laughs> our head, but they hit that target that was maybe fifty yards in front of us. Yeah, but when they hit that IR light, it lit us all up in night vision, and I'm this. We're facing the fucking enemy, and I can hear the little bird behind us. And all of a sudden, we light up with that IR, and I'm th- all I'm thinking is, "Holy fuck, this is gonna hurt," because I'm thinking this fucking thing's coming into our asses. They're
1: gonna. <laughs> f- <laughs> <laughs> so if you, those that don't know. So on a typical Ranger mission back in the days, if you're going to assault an objective and you were going to insert by helos, we would be the first one in between a Gustav teams and the 240 teams because our mission was to light the fuck out of the objective. We were just to fuck it up, and then they would start landing in the line squads and the line line squads would start assaulting in. So we would get there about... I don't know what, like, a good... I don't remember the timeline. I'm going to guess a minute to two minutes before the main, main assaulting groups came yeah, in. Yeah. So the bird flares in. It's our job to get on these birds. You're hauling ass to this berm. Boom. You just start lighting shit up, dude. 240s are going off. Gustavs are going off. Everything's going off. But you. I mean, this is the time when the objective is getting lit the fuck up, dude. And then they start bringing in the assaulting squads. Birds start landing. You lift your fire a little bit, but in that first two minutes, bro, that there's some action going on. Dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. fun, dude. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Oh shit, we had some good times. We veered off a little bit on the. Nah, um, that's what happens when you're the talking, boot camp. Story, dude, that's what that. happens
0: when you're talking fucking shit. So that's basically how we met. Yeah, we. Y- you were in Ranger Bat for how long before I got there? I got there. January of '97, like right, right um, at the beginning.
1: So I almost a year and a half, I guess. Okay. Yeah, because um, it came me then Casa. And oh, then that was another it's... thing. Remember Chrissy Pooh? <laughs> <laughs> so Chrissy Pooh was a um, he was prior service, so he came into our boot camp, or boot, yeah our AIT. He went through me like the whole thing. And that was I
0: another got, thing I remember because we were. Because boot camp was eight weeks. When we went to AIT, there was a couple. There was an E five that came into mm-hmm. AIT because he was switching jobs.
1: Yep. That AI was a, that or... was a
0: little bit strange. He was, as far as I know, he was cool. I think he could, they kept him away from us for the most part. He wasn't. Yeah, they don't they don't he, fuck with them. No, yeah, they were just learning a
1: different job. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's how me and P P met in Ranger Battalion, dude.
0: Us and Kiki, and then Kiki came a little later than me.
1: Well, but you and I were actually in a team. Dude, we were the same gun team. Um, oh, yeah. We were the same gun team for a while. Keek went to Mortars. I actually never, you know, Keek and I were never on a team. I, I don't even know. Were you and Keek ever even on a team? We uh,
0: You know what? I don't remember. Because I didn't go to Mortars until, because in the beginning, Rangers only had 60-millimeter motors. And then they switched and they got 81s and 120s. And when that happened, they brought, and the, and it all became one its own platoon. Yep. And went to HHC. Was, when that happened, everyone that was 11 Charlie had to go over to Mortars. So I was on the yep. AT team for a couple of years. Yeah. So once that happened, we all, every 11 Chuck had to go to fucking Mortars. And that, I don't know if, no, because when I got to Mortars, I was never on a gun team. I was always uh, the radio guy.
1: Yeah, I was gonna. I, was, I think Keek was already uh, gone by then.
0: No, I don't know if he was already gone, but he was. Yeah, probably he on was a, the
1: general. He was the driver. Uh, no, I know, but he I broke th- his ankle at that time.
0: Around that time, yeah. Were you? Yeah. You were still there when he broke his ankle. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right because we went you were to still in AT Miami. At that time. Yeah, you were still in Miami, but we we're all we we're all in the same platoon, so we all stayed in the same yeah. barracks. So, except you, you married
1: ass. I don't, yeah, man. I look, I look back. Jesus, what, a, what a wild fucking time, dude! <laughs> oh yeah, be, that's uh, all I could say, dude. What a wild. We had fucking no. Time, we dude. didn't have a care in the world.
0: We fucking. Well, we didn't. You were married with two fucking kids by the time I met you. Yeah. But, dude, we. That's what I tell. The, the military has its problems. The government is the government. It's a bunch of shitheads. But fuck it the government or the going into the military helps a lot of people out of their fucking home life situations for sure Yeah, I mean dude not my home life was great I had a silver spoon up my ass growing up I had a great childhood I had a great everything but I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do I joined the fucking military and I do not regret it one bit
1: I I needed the military I was a fuck up my last thing I remember before joining the military was I got arrested in TJ for fighting the one, what was probably a cartel today, and the and the, the the military picked us up, and I was like, "I'm gone, <laughs> I'm done with this, dude. I, I'm out, dude. I don't need this." Um, but yeah, dude, and again, that's why I always say, dude, I then I needed the military. The military didn't need me, and I got exactly what I wanted out of the military, and that's to find a purpose in life, a, a, a clear path, and to find some some brothers, which I did. Fuck
0: yeah!
1: Uh, it was a great time, dude. Oh, but man. wild, wild is a motherfucker. Oh,
0: can you imagine if, if there was social media and shit like that nowadays? Oh my I, god! I know. <laughs> there's, <laughs> I, I mean, there's <laughs> shit that we did that we forgot we did,
1: but the I crazy will say shit. This. You take Ranger Battalion. It's not the same Ranger Battalion today.
0: No, for sure. But There's stuff that times, we did
1: that the guys just aren't doing, dude.
0: And they probably, they shouldn't. Times change. Everyone yeah. has it harder back when they were younger. There's, for sure, for sure. But they're doing shit that we never would have done. You know? Absolutely.
1: There's give or takes, man. They didn't yeah. train as probably.
0: I think they trained as hard, hard as they did. did. They just, they just trained. trained smarter. They smarter and different, for sure. Yep. I think they trained just as hard, if not harder, than we did. We just did it fucking stupid.
1: There, I was I was listening to a podcast recently about a guy who ended up going CAG. Um, he went RD first and then CAG from from 3rd Ranger Battalion. And uh, he was maybe a couple years – well, he was because he was in Somalia. And he was saying, like, he's like, you know, the differences between the 90 Ranger Battalion about guys going through RIP, he goes, it, it was just different than what it is today, but – back then what they taught you was everybody that they put through there and the guys that made it through they taught you not to quit dude just fucking just push through uh, and that's really what it was dude we were some hard charging motherfuckers that just didn't quit dude like we fucking pushed through for sure through shit, and
0: like dude. i mean we the 90s rangers didn't see a whole lot like early 90s yes but later 90s there's no wars or nothing so no now i can't imagine you going to ranger battalion and there's a war going like the last 20 plus years when there's a war going on. You you're going right. through basic, you're going through all that shit. You know you're gonna go see shit. You Absolutely. know you are. There's okay. no way, if and and buts, you're gonna go see shit. So and they, they changed the training because it was it it was weird because I talked to some guys that we served with and you know how we trained, we would go rotary fix, fix wing, rotary wing. There was a cycle. And then you're yeah. on RF-1, so then you're fucking ready to go, whatever. And then RF-2, and then you're fucking rotary, fixed wing. Mm-hmm. You go through that thing. Well, I talked to some of these guys. Once the war kicked off, the, the shit that they did was way different than what they'd been trained for the last three or four years. It was because you're there. You get a mission. You might have a fucking hour to figure this shit out, if that. And you're on a fucking bird, and you're going in and taking the objective. That's not how yeah. we fucking trained. So they had to adjust how to fucking train. So then, because it was weird because at in those beginning times was they would go back to the States after their rotation and they'd go back to rotary wing, fixed wing, how we did it before. And they're all like, why the fuck are we training this way? This is not how right. we do it when the real right. war. So they had to adjust to figure yeah. out, all right, when you're at home. You got to train like how you're gonna fucking go to war,
1: and battalions has battalion has evolved so much, dude. They are actually running tier one missions on the on their own, like they don't need to go with CAG. They are doing tier one missions on their own. It was just something that was eventually going to happen where they evolved for sure. And I'll, I'll be honest, dude. Like even when we were a battalion, I always felt like, dude, some of this is probably outdated. We should probably we shouldn't be training like this.
0: Oh, no, for sure. Here's a perfect
1: yeah. example: when we did Platoon X tabs, we would go to Fort Stewart. You'd be out in the swamps for five days. And if you watch that movie, Platoon, how they kind of patrol, that is exactly almost like that is almost to the T Uh how we were patrolling in Ranger Battalion. It was, uh, you just have to watch the movie and we were almost like patrolling like we were in Vietnam. So there it it was, it was updates that needed to happen a long time ago. Well,
0: that, and I always thought, why are we fucking walking 30 miles before we hit a mount site right there's no reason for that other than like you said we just were trained to no matter what's thrown out you never fucking quit
1: which is good you hard charge it dude
0: for sure and for sure that's good but of course it's going to adapt and they do shit way different and probably whatever nowadays but you're going to well, adapt it-
1: and the way we train to, I'm not going to say it hasn't come into play even post 9-11. So if you take the whole, I'm oh, sorry about I dropped that. Um, if you take the whole Marcus Luttrell, what was that movie? Uh, Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. So what people don't know in the background, dude, there was a group of rangers. Probably a little more low-key units that were went to go in to, to find him. Well, they were trekking. They were humping, dude. So that sort of style of mentality, where For you sure. put that pounded and you, it came into play, dude. It That's did. That's
0: always and that will always come into the play when the shit hits the fan. You got to put your head down and just yep. fucking move. And I put one I'm foot in
1: front of the other, bro.
0: Forty nine years old. I'm fat and old now, but when the shit hits the fan or what something happens, you're not
1: fat, bro. You're fluffy.
0: That works too. But when. <laughs> You know, when the times are tough, you just put I, I still I'll just put my head down, all right, this is what I'm doing right now and just fucking suck it up and
1: do it. Exactly. No, you're right, dude. And you just suck but that's what I mean. That's I think that's what was instilled into us in our generation of sure. the rib. They were told, just suck it up, dude. Just fucking quit your bitching. just suck it up, dude. And you did. Honestly you did.
0: Nowadays I just suck it up and drink tiki drinks. So. Well,
1: I, I I was just about to say after I just filled I just, literally I'm done. I just finished a fucking bowl of fucking. <laughs> <squirt>. <laughs> so I, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I'm not gonna That's lie. That's good. That's good. Um, but anyway, yeah, dude, I'll, I want to add one more thing to that, dude. And so, post 9/11, Ranger retired. If you take the way we were, we were sort of. How we got the Ranger battalion, you were hazed, then you were not hazed. You kind of earned your time. I wouldn't want those guys going through that, dude. They're doing no. rotations, dude. They don't deserve to go through that shit. Like, like. So I, I'm, remember, I'm all like, for that, bro. Back
0: when we went, if you didn't have your tab, you were a fucking dumb fuck. You're dumb. Nobody's listening to you. Nowadays, if I went through, like, if somebody went to ranger school, and I went to fucking, like, two tours of Afghan or whatever, and I came back and I didn't have my tab, and this little fucking jackass that had their tab shows back up and starts yurping but doesn't have a combat swirl and I'm sure it's happened, they're like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Right. That tab doesn't it's mean just sh-
1: not the same. That tab means shit. Right. These guys, Yeah. No, so. they've they've proved themselves. They've been under so much stress that, yeah. So I'm I'm, hundred percent all for the battalion evolving, getting smarter with their training. I do respect what we went through about the whole don't quit, just hard charge through it. For sure, but it, eventually it had to it, it had to evolve, dude. Yeah, and, bro, we totally veered off, dude. We went from boot camp. We were supposed to go to boot camp stories, dude. We were, we we're talking about battalion stories. Yeah, What's well, happening we, here? We'll What's leave happened our, with our lives and our podcast?
0: We'll leave our la, our la, our other shit to the next episode. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, fuck it. We're always, you know, when we start telling stupid fucking '90s stories, it's gonna take hours.
1: So I know it was fun, dude. And let me just tell you one last thing about battalion, dude. What was the El Potro <laughs> in 1st Battalion, dude? Remember the Mexican oh, buffet? The,
0: we would go because when we were How in, many guys
1: shit their pants, dude? Yeah, but they had
0: a fucking all-you-could-eat fucking buffet at lunch. And it was right you next could, to a fucking veterinary's clinic. So yeah. I guarantee you we are eating cat and dog and whatever
1: else, chichilla. You could shit your pants, but you're going back. Fuck <laughs> yeah, it was, it was tasty. El Potro, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. It was fucking tasty though.
0: We gotta meet back oh, up in bro. Savannah. That
1: would be a fun god time. man. Those are such good days, dude. <laughs> yeah. They, they were, were such good. wild times, but f- man, they were fun, dude. It, I, hit- I, I'm I'm too old to relive that, dude. But Yeah, but we have we have kids. Well
0: you had kids back then. I keep saying that, but
1: like well, bro, we couldn't that. even do the Power Hour. It, if you told me we we're gonna do the Power Hour, I'd probably fucking bow out. You just I'm like damn, dude.
0: <laughs> you just drank a bucket of scorpions. I know, that's true, dude. But this is premium shit, dude. Yeah, I'm. I do not drink nearly as much as I did back then. Not even close. I don't need to. I, I'm. Dude, we, we, I remember Kiki and I. Before on a Friday night, before we would go out downtown River Street, we would buy a case of Bud Ice. We would watch <sighs> Days and Confused. Ooh. We would watch Days and Confused, and I would drink twelve beers. He would drink twelve beers, and that was just to get us started. We I were know, drinking twelve beers of fucking Bud Ice, and then we'd you go down. You two
1: filthy animals.
0: And then we'd go downtown and start drinking. <laughs> God, dude, I can't even. I drink two Bud Ices. Oh my God, I'm like, I'm gonna to go to bed, and it's like five o'clock in the afternoon.
1: If you give me one butt ice, I'm like, what the fuck is this, dude? Every <laughs>
0: once in a while, I get a wild hair up my ass, and I get a, like a thirty-two ounce can. Oh my God, going to I got, I'm gonna drink a, little, I'm gonna drink a butt ice tonight.
1: I can't even find the butt ice. Well, back then, remember, it was the penguin on the on the yeah. the bottle? Uh, I I can't find butt ice here.
0: Nah, every Friday we'd buy a fucking a a case of it, and we'd he'd drink twelve, I'd drink twelve as we're watching a two hour movie.
1: You'd uh, have better chance finding a Bud Light with Dylan Mulvaney on it than a Bud Ice <laughs> with a penguin on it, dude. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> 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 these days. Dude. Oh, man. Wow. Bam. Well, shit. <laughs> this episode went a little off, but I love it, dude. Yeah. That was cool. I, I,
0: I knew this was going to happen as soon as I saw the. Thing, oh, yeah, we're going to just keep talking and talking. It's Everyone has their stories. Dude. Everybody that's ever went through boot camp and went to whatever company they went to and whatever, they all have. Every single person will have stories.
1: Yeah, and if you, you were you? in Sand Hill, if you were in Fort Benning, you know what Al is back in the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, fuck.
1: And we'll can, leave it at that. Can you imagine...
0: Back then, I was a fucking idiot, but Columbus, Georgia is really close to, like, right across the river is fucking Auburn and shit, right? Like, no, is it? I, I'm pretty sure it fucking is, like, right there. Can you imagine? Let me see. If we were fucking oh. new, anything, going to fucking Auburn campus and,
1: and fucking... Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, what's that? I was gonna... I don't I'm Sorry, I'm thinking while I'm typing... Where is it? Oh Alabama's God, yeah, right there. That? Let me see. Hang on. Where is Auburn? Maybe it wasn't Auburn, but it Alabama's right there. Well, Alabama's in
0: Auburn's uh, in Alabama, yeah. and Auburn and out Georgia's right on the border.
1: It is. Auburn. So Fort Benny is on the Georgia. I do know that for sure. Oh no, I got the map up right now.
0: Where the fuck's Auburn?
1: All right, I'm oh you're out. right, bro. oh Auburn's not that far away. No, it is, dude. I'm looking at the map. So if you're looking at Fort Benning slash Columbus, Auburn's just like northwest. I mean it, it's 45 miles. Dude, minutes. you could hitchhike there in a couple of fucking it's 35 like, 10 minutes,
0: miles, 35 miles away. Damn, Auburn was right. I never knew that, bro. I didn't either until a few years ago. Can you imagine going to fucking Auburn and hitting up the fucking sororities and shit back then?
1: because this might a, be a, a this might be a long episode, but <laughs> we I just gotta address this. <laughs> so it it first, Faty, like we partied at at uh, Georgia Southern, like uh, State Bur- Stateboro. That's where my wife went there. <laughs> yeah, and I don't go fuck. What company were you in? What platoon? Everybody gathered together, dude. And if you were fucking, if you wanted a party, you were going to fucking. It was free. funny because to-
0: it was funny because only one bar would let people, military people in. Because all the bars, you had to have a college ID to get in. But there was yeah. one bar. And on the, Thursday. Ro- was it
1: the rocking horse?
0: The rocking horse. And on Thursday nights, <laughs> 80 size pitcher for like a quarter. So we brought, yeah. you know, you remember those silver bullet coffee fucking. Yeah. Thanks. We bought that and we, I think they said that's too big so we like for a dollar they'd fill that bitch up and we'd have it at our table and we were drinking <laughs> beer. We would get so fucking drunk for like
1: 2 bucks. So So we're talking Georgia Southern. Um I don't know is Georgia Southern a D1? No. No, they're smaller. It's a small school. Could you uh, Could you imagine Auburn?
0: <laughs> I'm sure. Hey, listen. Third bat isn't Columbus, so I already guarantee you Rangers have a reputation of going over to Auburn and fucking up,
1: especially in the 90s. They had to, right? Oh yeah. Damn. If they didn't shame on them. You know they shame did. on you third bat fuckers if you did not. Oh, about all that shit. Auburn
0: University too. One of the funny things was I had it in my contract that I got to pick my first uh my first base, my first post. So, you know, when you when you go through Ranger School or Rip, they give you your wish list.
1: Yeah, I First that.
0: bat, second bat, or third bat. So at the time, my brother was stationed in Tacoma, Washington. So I was like, well, fuck, I want to go to second bat because it's out there. My bro, I'll be able to be next to my brother. In my contract, it, it said, I get to choose. And they're giving you a wish. I went to first bat. <laughs> they were like, fuck your contract, Jackass. We need people at first bat. And I would have changed that in a fucking heartbeat. I loved Savannah. Savannah, I Is love that where, Savannah.
1: So that's funny you say that. So when I went through um, it, third bat needed guys, I would say 90% of the class went to third bat. And the other, uh, the remaining who went to second bat and first bat, the only reason why they got to go there because we aced our our swim test. So this was like February of, was it February? So we did the swim test, dude. There was like a thin layer of, of ice on the pool, bro. I grew up in the Pacific Ocean, dude, and we used to go in the mornings. I'm used to that with my wetsuit, so it was nothing to me to get in that water and swim. So I aced that test, but that's that and I'm not as <laughs> much of a shithead I am, dude. That was my only saving grace of how I got to pick first bat. And that that's how I got to first bat because I picked first Why, bat, I aced my swim test.
0: Why'd you pick first bat and not second? To get away from Honestly, the West dude, Coast?
1: hundred <laughs> percent, dude. I I wanted to get as far as away as I could from California. But I knew I didn't want to be at Columbus, dude. Uh, I was like, mm. and to me, like I hear Savannah, dude. I started, this is, bef- honestly, this is probably before the heyday of the internet, dude. It was just kind of word of mouth. Yeah. Everybody was like, dude, Savannah so cool. It's one of the oldest cities. So I was like, okay. I'll- I was like, yeah. I'll I'll get the- Savannah. I
0: was like, the beaches right there. We got the ocean. We got that. Oh, yeah, Savannah. Yeah. I love Savannah. Love,
1: I man, I I would do it hundred times over again. Like I, oh I'm yeah, I am so
0: bat, glad they sent me the first bat and not
1: second. So good. or or third. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so thankful I got first bat, dude. Oh yeah, that's where it was, dude. Oh. That was where honestly, that's where it was. Oops. <laughs> Drunk ass. But yeah, that was. Good times, brother. Yeah, that
0: was a good talk. Nice. Nice tiki glass.
1: (laughs) Bro, I just finished a bowl of of, uh, punch, tiki punch. Uh, What was it called? The the Spider Man or the Scorpion? The Scorpion, dude. I'm going to tell you what page again.
0: 276.
1: Nope. Two seventy-two.
0: Ah, I was close. And
1: if you wait, if you look at it, dude, you see the book? Oh yeah. You see that tiki mug? Oh yeah. Oops. I know. I'm that gonna have my, to get. That was my uh, coaster. Sorry. I'm gonna have
0: to get a couple tiki mugs.
1: What I didn't realize was, dude, when I told you to get this uh, book, sorry, my coaster keeps flapping around. When I told you to get that book, Smuggler's Cove, that's the Smuggler's Cove we went to in San Francisco. So okay. the person who wrote the book is the Smuggler's Cove right. in San Francisco. Well,
0: yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send you some pictures or video of the Tiki Bar tomorrow night. Nice, bro.
1: I'm jealous, dude. All right, bro. This All has right. been a long episode. We've t- we bullshitted about our lives in the military. <laughs> you. Um, No, no, that's not it at all. (laughs) I'm like the guy. Remember when we when you came down last dude, we went to the bar to get the shrimp tacos. Just that guy with the fucking teeth decided like here's a couple of guys I'd like to talk to. He
0: was right next to me. (laughs) You didn't talk to him. I had to talk to his dumb lad
1: lad house. It's guys like that, dude. They're attracted to us. They're like, I want to talk to him. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're, we're, we're
0: attractive dudes. So, we are.
1: People <laughs> like to talk to us. What can we say, man? I, I don't know. So. I guess so. Damn. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> My brother, this is a fucking amazing episode. It was. I needed this, dude. This is a, this is a good trip down memory memory and you know That's that's, a, that's... that's the whole that's the <laughs> bull punch talking. <laughs> I can't say memory lane, So you, you know, <laughs> take it as you know, it is.
0: The, I could care less if we have any listeners or anything. To all, I love this just to be able to bullshit with you once a week.
1: Me too, brother. I love you, man. I love and you that's the punch bowl talking. I you hope know it that. Wasn't. All right, brother. <laughs> all
0: right. What do we tell these fucking. Since we're telling. We're kind of in a lovey Neighbor We're going to still tell them to go fuck themselves. But have fun doing it. Go fuck yourself and have fun doing it with a smile on your face. Don't fuck yourself. That little brown building down. Don't let them them tear. That precious building down. Don't let them tear. That dear
1: old.